Some places are so old, they're bound to be full of ghost stories. These are tales of haunted places in Latin America. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos y más. This is Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen at your own risk. And this is MJ. And this is another episode of A Spooky Tales. Welcome, welcome. And today we are talking about what did this end up being? Haunted cemeteries? Haunted, I don't even know, like haunted. Haunted places where dead people are? (laughs) Yeah, because it was like weird because my topic didn't have a lot, but the area that it was in, because it's like cathedrals and churches and and stuff ended up being like this whole like the whole place is haunted just everything all together not just because we were going to originally do catacombs but then everything attached to the catacombs um on my end the whole thing was haunted so (laughs) yes yeah so yeah originally it was going to be haunted catacombs and then what i thought was a place with catacombs ended up being a cemetery (laughs) so yeah so and um, mine ended up being like an entire like city that um just ended up being haunted so i guess we can just say haunted places (laughs) yeah (laughs) but first i do have a listener story and if you have a story you want us to share on the podcast please feel free to either email us like this person did or DM us on any of our socials. You can email us at spookytales at gmail.com or yeah, DM us on any of our socials, which were spookytales on all of them. So mm-hmm. yeah. So they go on to say, Oh, first they thank us for taking the time to read this. I'm gonna skip all that. Um, but yes, thank you for sending this in. <laughs> anyway, so I remember waking up, rubbing my eyes, and making my way to the bathroom. On the way there, I felt off. And even started to get chills, which I thought what happened just because I was cold. So I'm in there and I start to get goosebumps. Everything was weird, so I looked at myself in the mirror and I got that weird feeling of something being off. So I reached for the door. I reached for the door handle to go back to bed. I opened the door and immediately stepped forward. I didn't see it at first, but there was someone standing there. And well, since I had stepped forward, I decided to push my quote unquote brother back so that I could pass. I remember not touching anything. I closed my eyes because I thought I was going to bump into my brother. But when I opened my eyes, there was no one there. I ran to my bedroom, which I shared with my brother, and he was fast asleep. I remember that it was darker than the darkness around it, which is what led me to believe that it was my brother since it was pretty tall. I've had multiple experiences with shadows in my home, My parents tell me I have some sort of gift, but I'm reluctant to think about it as a gift. Okay, so that wasn't a brother. It was a shadow person. (laughs) (laughs) That must have been, like, like scary because I know a lot of people say they're tall. And they are tall, but I don't think they're, like, I don't know. It's weird. They're not. I mean, this was, like, a person height, it seems. That's true. Because he confused it for its brother. 
But for still. his brother. Oh my god, not it. <laughs> <laughs> Their brother. Not Their brother. it. Is what I meant. They confused <laughs> the shadow thing for their brother yeah that's true but even well the ones i've seen have not been like super tall like tall man height they're always around like below six feet i think there was like one instance where it was that but no (laughs) but ew either way (laughs) yeah ew Uh, so on to our topic so i will be taking everyone to uh, Lima, Peru. Why is everything in Lima, it seems? Is it one of the oldest cities? Yeah, yeah. That's probably why. Yeah, because this is where La Casa Matusita is. And then there was another place we talked... Something else we talked about that was in Lima as well. Yes! Oh my god. I forgot. Let me see. I'm going to go back into our notes and continue reading. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so today's place is also in Lima, Peru. This is El Cementerio Prestibero Matias Maestro, or the cemetery, which I will just be referring to it as the cemetery. <laughs> the name is too long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the cemetery Prestibero, actually, um, my, maybe I'll just call it Prestibero Maestro instead of Matias Maestro. Mm-hmm. It's named after a, a guy named, a priest named Matias Maestro, BT Dubs. <laughs> Okay, so it's located in Lima, Peru, and was founded in 1807 by a priest by the name Matias Maestro, hence the name. Although, what is Prestibero? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a is it a is it a surname like un apellido? Maybe. No, because it comes first. Maybe it's a title, some sort of title. I don't know. What does that the guy's mean? Because the guy's <laughs> name is Matias Maestro. Yeah, someone tell us. So that's the name of the cemetery, though. Prestibero My- Matias Maestro. And it was founded in 1807 by the priest Matias Maestro. The cemetery is home to many important political, military, and literary figures, like heroes in Peru's history, basically. Many mausoleums can be found throughout the cemetery. And at first I was like, what's a mausoleum? But it's like... It's like a gigantic tomb that holds lots of people. Yes, and there's a ton of those here. This place is huge. The cemetery, um, it can almost be considered like a city of the dead. Like, it's just Ooh, a huge, huge cemetery. It's so big. So it's no surprise that a cemetery this big is full of legends and myths. And I must say, it feels like with this episode, we're back to like our roots. Because our last three were kind of like about other things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it really does. So I'm glad that we're doing this now. <laughs> Not that the others, they're fun too, but this is like, this is like my jam, you know? (laughs) Haunted places in Latin America. This is like, uh, what's it called? On brand for Spooky Tales. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) This is the brand. Anyway, let me continue. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So this place is full of legends and myths. One of the most famous legends of El Panteón Prestibro Maestro is that of El Niño Ricardito, or the little boy, Ricardito. Little kid legends are always creepy. They are. So El Niño Ricardito was a real person. Ricardito Espiel Barrio Nuevo was born in 1886, and he was the son of the secretary, oh my god. Son of the secretary to President Manuel Pardo of Peru, um, the president. 
Little Ricardito was loved by many, and sadly, at six years old, some sources say seven, he died from an illness now believed to be malaria. His parents were beyond devastated as they buried, buried, buried their yes. son yeah, <laughs> in El Panteón Prestibro Maestro. Some sources say his dad was, he passed away when Ricardito was one, and he's buried next to his dad. And other sources say that both parents were alive when they buried Ricardito, and then they had a statue built of him. Either way, um, I don't know which one's right, because there was like just as many sources that said both versions. Either way, there is a statue that was built of him. It's at, at his uh, tombstone, like right next to it. Not long after his burial, the caretakers at the mausoleum began hearing the laughter of a child. It sounded mischievous and always like it was running away, just out of reach. Mm. Then, strange things began, began happening. Stone vases began falling as if they were slowly being tipped over, but no one was around to do it. And then, people began seeing a transparent-looking child walking on the street adjacent to the cemetery. So naturally, they, they began saying it was little Ricardito. And then, in 1990, I, I don't know if anything like this happened before 1990. This is just like the first recorded case of this. A mm -hmm. woman asked little Ricardito to help heal her child. And the child got better. So soon after, people began visiting the boy's tomb, leaving behind food, flowers, toys, all while asking little Ricardito for protection and for help healing their little ones. And then a worship of the boy began. One source said a cult-like worship, but I don't Ew. think it was very cult-like. <laughs> yeah, people began worshiping the little boy. Claiming that because he died so young and so innocent, he could help other children and prevent them from um, the same fate. And so to this day, you can see his statue adorned in flowers and his tomb full of toys, letters, and food. Of course, the Catholic Church does not recognize this little boy's sainthood, but his believers treat him as a saint. It is weird, though, that, that he, you can see his, like, apparition and stuff and hear little laughs. <laughs> That's, see, with the laughs, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was, still wouldn't go and pray for his help. <laughs> but, but people do it all the time. Just don't laugh and we'll be good. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And so, another one from this cemetery so this, this cemetery is kind of split into areas with different like little nicknames uh, just because mm -hmm. it's so big. So in another area of the cemetery that they call La Cripta Heroica or the Heroic Crypt, this is where a lot of heroes of Peru, a lot of war heroes are buried. So this legend is called La Fantasma de la Cripta Heroica or the Ghost of the Heroic Crypt. And so in this location of the cemetery, there's some stairs because a lot of the mausoleums are kind of upstairs. So there's like stairs leading up to them. Mm -hmm. And so on these stairs, many have seen the apparition of a woman dressed in all black. And she can be heard crying and screaming. And it is said that if you go to the cemetery by yourself, she'll have a conversation with you. Like she'll appear to you. Those are the people that see her. Ew. Yeah. So don't go by yourself. <laughs> Her identity is unknown, but she is believed to be the widow of someone buried there. So yeah, just another ghost I don't want to run into in the cemetery. She's like, so you're alone. 
Let me just uh, have a chat quick with chat. you. Yeah. <laughs> How's no. the weather? Good. Okay. Boo. <laughs> no thanks. So another area of the cemetery is called El Pabellón de los Suicidios. Suicid- oh my God. Suicidios. Yes. And at first I was like, what's a pabellón? And Isn't it a pavilion? Yes. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> And then I was like, why do they call it this? The Pavilion of Suicides. I was like, that doesn't make any sense, but it will. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that everyone but me can can conclude why it was called the Pavilion of Suicides. I do blame my sleep-deprived brain for this. <laughs> I even wrote in my notes, I tried to find out why the name of this section is called this name, and I have no idea. <laughs> In this area, people have seen the apparition of a barber named Lom Tom, Lom Tom, which kind (laughs) of low-key seems racist to me. And you'll see why. I don't know if this was his real name or not. But but Lom Tom was said to have been an Asian barber. (laughs) And it's like they made up this name. I don't know if it's, I hope it's a real name. Peru has a huge Chinese Peruvian Latin population. Yeah, there's like a big Asian um, community, you could say. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear that their food is amazing because they mix indigenous ingredients and cuisine with Chinese. And I'm like, that and it's considered really good. one of the best foods in the world, like modern day Peruvian food. And I just I hope it's try a it. real name because like there's so many like instances in TV where they make up like this mm-hmm. and stereotypical name. Latinos. Um, yes, exactly. So I don't know if the name Lam Tom is real, but but that's what the story says. So the apparition of a barber named Lam Tom is said to be seen here. Lam Tom was said to have been a barber that murdered his clients. So like an Asian Tom Sweeney Todd. Like an Asian, yeah, Asian Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, this isn't, why am I laughing? Anyway, so he murdered his clients and hid their bodies in his barber shop. When police finally caught up to him, he killed himself before he could be apprehended. And when I read that part, I was like, okay, I see. Everyone buried here probably died by suicide (laughs) hence the name (laughs) the pavilion of suicides so in this same section a tale of romance and tragedy led to the death of a young couple a a pair of cousins (laughs) (laughs) anyway a pair of cousins that were in love but they knew that they could not be together and so they decided that if they can't be together in life, then maybe in death. And so they drank a poison beverage together and then, you know, died. And so the families decided to bury them together. And many have reported seeing the phantom couple walking around the cemetery. That's kind of cute, though. Like, I mean, they ended up together in the afterlife, at least. Yeah, but still. Mm. <laughs> many have also said to have heard disembodied voices and cries during the night, as well as seeing shadows that disappear. And that's Ew. only in this specific section of the cemetery. Ew. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more. This area of the cemetery is called El Pabellón de la Brujería, or the Pavilion of Witchcraft. Mm-hmm. According to legend, a woman named Emilia Montañez Torres practiced magia negra, or black magic, And when she died, she had to be buried in two graves, 
one for her body and one for her soul. However, the person that was supposed to do this dropped the ball and somehow let themselves become possessed by Emilia. I don't know if that's something you let happen. Just <laughs> sounded funnier that way. I'm not funny, but <laughs> sounded more dramatic, I guess. And because they were possessed by Emilia, they, they weren't able to bury her soul, just her body. And then a horrible image was drawn on her tomb. Ooh. And to this day, it's said that brujas use her tomb for rituals. Black candles, black rosaries, burned clothing, and strange figurines have been found at her tomb. But yeah, those are my stories about El Panteón Prestivero Presbitero. Oh my god, I've been saying the name <laughs> wrong. I'm so sorry, everyone. It's too far. I cannot fix this now. But the name is, <laughs> is El Panteón Presbitero Matias <laughs> but but I have recorded too much of this to go back and retell all these stories with the correct name. I'm here for it. <laughs> sorry but, for uh, you. We just got a new change. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But if you want to look up the place, it is called Presbitero Maest- Matias Maestro, not Prestibero. But you can see why it happened, right? They're so similar. <laughs> I can't. They all like listen. And- I can't be honest. Yeah, to be honest, Prestibero rolls off the tongue better than Presbitero. Presbitero. Yeah, I have a hard time saying that. Presbitero. I have to like slow it down because I'm like, I'm going to fuck it up. Yeah, so I messed up the name in that entire section of this episode. But um, but yeah, I will spell it correctly in the notes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, that's my story today. (laughs) So. I was uh, going to do the catacombs, and yes, I will go over it, but I'm taking you guys today to Antigua, Guatemala, which is an area roughly uh, 10 by 10 city blocks. Um, and in this area, they have several cathedrals and like catacombs, and most of the structures do are in ruins due to earthquakes. And, you know, a I would say slight abandonment because, I mean, once they're destroyed by earthquakes, what really can you do? Not much. Right, yeah. And the whole, like, uh, Antigua is a colonial settlement. So the entire city has been around for a long, long time. Is this this area where that same other story is from, La Recolección? Yes. Okay, we we have, yeah, this place is super haunted. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's it's the Santa Clara Cathedral and Convent. It has La Recolección Church and Monastery, San Jose C- Cathedral, La Capuchinas Convent and Church, and so many others. Wow. Like, That's the entire. Yeah, it's, it's a lot for like a little. I mean, it's not that big of a town. And, and the churches, though, they do have like. They are big. They're not like. Wow, that's so huge. You take you you take a while to maybe like 10 minutes to see like all the rooms and stuff, 10 20 minutes. So it's not huh. that big of a of a like the churches are not that big, but there is so many in such a you know this small space. It's crazy. Yeah. So I'm going to start with uh Santa Clara Cathedral, which now again lies mostly in ruin and has an opening to the catacombs it's very eerie and santa clara convent and church was founded in 1699 by nuns from puebla mexico it became a place where 
what are they doing over there? Uh, colonizing. Spread, yeah, colonizing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it became a place where uh, well-off families sent their daughters. They became known for selling bread to high society people, like families. And the, the original church was destroyed in 1717 by an earthquake. But even in the ruins, th- this convent church thing is so beautiful. It's like, I don't know, like people go go there to take, you know, have weddings and take wedding pictures. And it's really pretty. Like oh. um, they upkeep the garden and the, you know, okay, and stuff. So it looks, I mean, the church is in ruins, right? Like it's all broken uh-huh. down and, and looks like something from like ancient Greece or something. And but the, the garden is very beautiful. It, it's a vibe. <laughs> I see. So, no, there's not much information about the catacombs below Antigua. So, I went on to TripAdvisor to look at the reviews from people who have traveled to this historical site. The entryway to the, to the catacombs has this energetic feeling that you get from the pictures because it's in the, like, in the middle of the church or convent i don't even know what area it is but it's like right in the middle of this like structure and there's the hole and then the staircase leads underground and there's many pictures where people are just like climbing or you know going down into the stairs and it's pitch black because obviously it's underground you know they didn't have electricity and people it it looks like people are going down to the underworld which i mean kind of are wow yeah and you know it's spooky you know, it looks like straight out of a movie. I could totally someone, you know, see someone going down with the church, church into the catacombs, searching for some long lost treasure, Indiana Jones style. Right. <laughs> um, so um, entry to this church cost about uh, 50 quetzals, which is equivalent to five USD. And some. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And some. Yeah, and some tours serve lunch. So if anyone ever goes, send us pictures. And they do it of the food and of the place and of the ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Of everything. (laughs) They do advise that if you do go into the catacombs, you go with a tour guide that knows the area. Because I'm I'm guessing it's vast. I did not hear of anybody that... Got lost and, like, never came out. Yeah, yeah. There was an... um, a virtual tour someone did and the people who the girls who went there were like we're not going into the catacombs they were like scared to go down there and um understandable (laughs) in the audio i don't know if it's like someone talking in the distance but you hear like this noise coming from the catacombs like someone's talking i'm hoping it was other tourists because if it wasn't yeah hopefully (laughs) i mean the catacombs thing was already like pitch black so there was you can't see anything right you can't see who's down there and there was like this noise coming from it that like sounded like um inaudible talking and i was like oh that's that's a no (laughs) And um, also, a quick note, pretty much all the, like, the historical sites are $5 to get in, even if you, like, take, like, five, ten minutes to see the whole thing. And I saw people complaining. I'm like, yo, these are historical sites, and the city of Antigua is trying to rebuild rebuild them and, you know, um, preserve what they can. $5 per church is not a lot. And I saw so many Americans complaining. On brand. It's five fucking dollars. You buy a cup of coffee here in the states for like ten. Plus, that if you're, yeah, if you're already on vacation, you have you have five dollars to spare. Yeah, if I, five dollars. Yeah, and it's I mean it's like what there's like from what I know people go to see mostly like five 
churches. It's $25. It helps preserve a historical site and it keeps the people who do upkeep, you know, the, the, the areas who do clean the gardeners, all this, it keeps them, you know, getting paid. Like they have a work, they need to feed their families. It is a historical site. Don't be cheap people. Come on. Yeah. Five bucks to see a very, you know, beautiful landscape. Anyways, that was my rant because I was like, everybody on TripAdvisor was all mad. I'm like, five dollars. That's, that's today's rant. <laughs> yeah, that is today's rant. Um, but anyways, that's the rant. And El convento. There's another place called El Convento de las Capuchinas, which has a crypt on display, and people who go see the exhibit feel uneasy or scared. And I found, like I said, a virtual tour that was done by a YouTuber and the crypt exhibit has flashing lights. So warning for those who are epileptic like me, I had to pause the video and like, did she give a warning? No, Oh. I had a, yeah, that was fun. (laughs) So, so I had to pause it. And then um, I I slid my finger to like slow every still to make sure it doesn't hurt my eyes. And the area, it's like super dark. Again, these are like crypts and stuff. There's no electricity in these areas. And a lot of these, um, a lot of these places are barely getting funds to, uh, quote unquote, modernize it as best as they can, you know, with, um, electricity and stuff. So the crypts are like pitch black towards the back. And then they have this display of like a, a mannequin and it's flashing lights and it, Oh my god, it would look terrifying. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and um um the girls who went on this uh you know who who did this virtual tour were like like so scared because in order to go to the crypt you have to like walk downstairs like down uh you know these little stairs and it's you know it gets darker and darker as you get down and then to the left it's like this crypt and there's like this freaky mannequin on display laying like a dead body and then you have the flashing lights it looked like a like a haunted Ooh, house attraction yeah. i was like no and the girls were so scared and i was like can't blame that you me. yeah <laughs> like we're out so people um here claim to like feel uneasy in the area and apparently las capuchinas has a water had has or had water torture chambers what? plural Damn. plural okay. more, more than one okay <laughs> in a church wow. and i was like what the hell what is a church doing with water torture chambers what is the need for that why <laughs> you're not converting to a religion probably that's probably how it went right yeah <laughs> this church has several displays with creepy ass mannequins and they scare like people who are who go there are like scared by them because first of all again as i said it's poorly lit and there's not much electricity and they're like propped up in nowhere and then you know you, you some of the tourists just take a turn and there's this mannequin and they get like they're Why you know, they get scared thing? i don't know <laughs> but i was like i was laughing because i was like yeah see um even if there's no like ghost f that <laughs> mannequins are For gonna sure. scare a yeah. lot of people <laughs> Uh, now on to hauntings. I couldn't find much written information on the haunting of the Antigua catacombs, but I did find a 40 minute video of people going ghost hunting in Antigua. 
Now, while watching this, I learned that the the entire city seems to be haunted, which makes sense as it's been around since colonial times. Mm-hmm. The roads are haunting and investigators um, have have claimed to see apparitions in, in the roads around Antigua. Ooh. They see um, like there's like this one area of one of the like. I don't know if it's the same thing, like a highway, freeway type road thing. And there's like a lot of deaths there. It's like this one particular area and a lot of people die like in in this section of road that people um, hear like who who go investigate and pull over. Um, they hear voices. They have like um, these electromagnetic anomalies. Again, apparitions. And according to legend, um, among the ruins and catacombs, La Llorona is often seen in Antigua. Whoa, okay. Yeah, so she has been seen multiple times in Etanque de la Unión, which is like a building slash plaza-like place that was used by residents of Antigua back in the day to wash clothes. It's like mm-hmm. a, I'll send you a picture, but it's like this building and then there's like water at the bottom of it, like like a basin almost. And okay. it's huge. And people like residents would go there and wash their clothes. And um, you know how La Llorona likes her fountains and her water. Yeah, she does. She got to stay hydrated. Yeah. So she's seen roaming around the area, around the, the city. And a lot of people claim to see her in this like, basin type thing like just washing herself brushing her hair doing what you know she does and people see have a lot of sightings in this city of her um, amongst the um all the ruins of the churches and stuff wow i didn't know that me either and i was like what the hell and and multiple people in the area who live there residents they it's almost like they they all have a story of like, you know, walking by at night and seeing a woman just washing herself and brushing her hair in this fountain or roaming around the city. Fuck that shit. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, it's like already creepy because of all the churches that are like ancient. And the ruins. Yeah. Just, just having abandoned buildings around is like, mm. like, no. And it's like, let's add La Llorona for some raffle death. Right. <laughs> what a lot of people hear. In these ruins and, you know, the churches and and all of them is like disembodied voices. People have cold spots, apparitions throughout the entire city. It is and it's located right by a by Acatenango volcano. So there's a lot of seismic activity, which, you know, is the reason that the, the cathedrals are in ruins. Right. There's so many earthquakes in this area and. You know, with earthquakes comes, you know, a lot of tragedy, a lot of death. Um, I'm sure there were, you know, times where people did not make it out alive because they're so common. Yes, it's worth mentioning. If you remember our other, one of our other episodes, we shared the legend of La Recolección. Mm-hmm. And so this legend, it began or came to be after a big earthquake destroyed mm-hmm. the church La Recolección. Yeah. And what are those things called again? They have a name. They're like... Uh, basically a group of go- like ghosts that, that walk around crying. Oh, los... Like mourners? Lamen- los lamenta- Lament- lamentados or something like something that? Something like that. Yeah, they're something like that. And, they, and people hear them at night, you know? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. in that area. The whole, mm-hmm. like I said, the whole city is haunted. The whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, let's have weddings here. I mean, it is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It's very, it's a very clean area. Like, the like the residents keep it so clean. Uh, the churches, even though they are mostly destroyed, they are so clean. The, you know, there's no rubble that you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to get, like, my shoes dirty. I mean, there's here and there, like, some places are, are inaccessible because of how destroyed it was and how, you know, condemned the area is. But for the most part, the entire city is very, very clean, very beautiful. And you have in the background this volcano that just makes for these picture picturesque, like, you know, scenery. Yeah. But there, there's also um, another legend of a priest who's seen and and according to legend oh my god i didn't even write the guy's name down but he was a priest and one day he was uh praying to a statue of jesus and the statue of jesus came to life and you know he told them hey i want to be buried in this area but what the priest did is that he uh in the middle of the night would go out into the you know antigua into the city and on his knees pray all the all the stations of the cross i i think there's like what 12 stations i might be wrong what does that mean it's like um they start out like oh my god now i have to google it i don't i have never heard of this is this like a type of prayer or something yeah it's like a type of prayer so it's a you know it's like oh there's 14 stations of the cross and um it starts off like, um, you know, where Je- number one is where Jesus is condemned to death. Number two is he's made to bear the cross. Number three, he falls the first time. So it's basically the oh. entire steps up to the crucifixion. And there's 14, okay. quote unquote, steps or stations. Uh-huh. So this priest, after this statue of Jesus came to life, would constantly, you know, almost every day go out in the middle of the night. And pray these, like, you know, pray to the stations of the cross on his knees throughout the entire city. And mm-hmm. I guess people still, like, see him. And I was like... Wow. So, yeah. So this was, you know, this entire place is just... It's beautiful. But I don't know if I'd ever... <laughs> like, let's vacation. but haunted. <laughs> it's, let's vacation, like, I think the most haunted city in the <laughs> Because every corner is like, that's a haunted corner. That one is too. Oh, and then we got like, you know, apparitions of like all these ghosts. People are dying on the road. And hold on. Let's add La Llorona. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) A lot for for one place. For one little place. It's like the entire, you know, everywhere you step, there's a ghost. (laughs) Yeah. People people (laughs) like to say like Mexico is full of like creepy and places and all these legends. But I don't know. Guatemala... Guatemala's up there. <laughs> but Peru is definitely and so, up and so there. is Lima specifically. Lima Peru, yeah. Yes. That that too. Like Lima Peru seems like a place that is like every corner of the city is haunted. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, that's Antigua, Guatemala. It's beautiful though. So if any of you go, please, I want pictures. I want pictures. Yeah. <laughs> if you get haunted, it's not on me, though. <laughs> right, warned. right. Be warned. <laughs> Do you have any spooky recommendations this week? Oh, my God. Um, I have mine ready, so. Let me think. You, okay. you go. All right. So my spooky recommendation this week, and um, 
I mean, it's not like super spooky per se. I think it's really technically an action movie, but it has mm-hmm. monsters in it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm classifying it as spooky. <laughs> it's called Love and Monsters on Hulu. The main guy is the guy from Teen Wolf. His name was Styles in Teen Wolf. I don't know his actor name, his real name. <laughs> oh, oh, um, Dylan O'Brien. That's his name. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's one of my faves. <laughs> it's like the end of the world happened. I'm not, it's not spoiling anything because this is like literally how the movie starts. It tells you everything. So there was like asteroid or something headed to Earth. And so they threw or they, deploy like a rocket to stop the asteroid but all the chemicals from the rocket and the crash went down to earth and then caused giant monsters to spawn basically out of nowhere and then these giant monsters you know started eating people and they had to go underground and live in bunkers to to be able to live but like it was supposedly in the movie wiped out like 90 something percent of the population and so this is just a story of a young man seeking love in a world full of monsters it's really good i it was very enjoyable i am gonna watch that um i'm trying to think of a spooky recommendation i've watched so much stuff this this week hold on (laughs) <laughs> trying to see, I'm trying to go back and and see into my um, trying to look at your history. Watch my history. history. <laughs> <laughs> my watch history. I can't. Oh my god, me and my my daughter were watching a show, and it was like kind of Halloweeny, and I cannot remember it. It's like this is something you can watch with kids, and it's a little spooky. I don't know if I recommended it already, but I don't think so. Uh, Night books. You have not, but we talked about it in a message. That's why. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nightbooks on um on Netflix. The the movie is so cute. My daughter's obsessed with it. We watch it every once in a while, and it's like it's for kids. It's like a Halloween type movie for kids. It's really good. I recommend it for for families. And Christina was telling me that it is also a um a book. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But before we go as Spookies, I do want to let everyone know that we finally have a Patreon. I set a goal for us to reach 10 patrons. So we have three tiers. I don't think I we've have we talked about our Patreon? I don't remember. I am the, the wrong person to ask. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I can't even remember yesterday. This is true. Um, <laughs> my brain is not at its normal capacity right now, so I don't remember if we talked about it in an episode or not. But if you are, you know, looking for an extra way to support the show and you uh, love us more than normal, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> you can support us on Patreon now. We have bonus episodes. We try to do more than one a month. But so far, we've done like reading scary stories to each other, mm-hmm. reading paranormal encounters to each other. And then we just did one. Wait, no, we just did the one about reading paranormal encounters. God, what was our other one? Oh, true crime. We'll do yeah. some true crime on there. We talked about Las Pocianchis. Horrible case. Very, very terrifying. <laughs> Worth the listen, though. So good. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, our next one's going to be Clown Legends because, yeah, Mexico has Clown Legends. I had no idea. <laughs> yes. Uh, weirdly enough, like, okay, Mexico. Mexico has every. It's Mexico, Peru have everything. Right. Um, so, yeah, if you're just looking for extra, extra episodes um, and little goodies on the side, definitely check out our Patreon. I think it's really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So, agree. yeah. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, this brings us to the end of the episode. If you're walking around Antigua, Guatemala, watch out for the person walking next to you because there might be a ghost. <laughs> Stay as spooky and we'll catch everyone next week. Bye. Bye. A quick shout out to our spooky supporting us on Patreon. Martin, Mariela, Cleo, René, Yamaris, Iris, and Ghost Train. Your support means the world to us. Thank you so much. Spooky Tales is hosted by Christina and MJ, edited and produced by Christina. If you're looking for extra ways to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Tales. And you can also check out our Patreon for bonus episodes and more. Go to spookytales.com slash support. But of course, you have our eternal gratitude for just listening. Stay spooky.